Welcome to Anything and Everything. I'm Stephen Arjente and every week I like to sit down with a guest for an hour or so to talk about anything and everything under the sun. Our guest for this episode is none other than the amazing, most bubbly and gorgeous and talented Miss Erica Santelises. So stay tuned and enjoy the show. Hello, everybody. Our guest for today is the ever so gorgeous, amazing, talented, like, name a talent. She probably has it. And she's just an all-around amazing person. She's such a rainbow of sunshine. Rainbow of sunshine? May ganun ba? She's such a pocket of sunshine and, like, such a ball of hope and love in this world. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Miss Erica Santelises. Say hello to everybody, Erica. I was I was gonna try to do your iconic hello. Hello. You like, could do it. You could do yeah. it. Let's try no, it again. Let's no, try like, it again. Like, I'll welcome you again no. and then just say hello, hello. Are you ready? It's true. I'm, I mean I'm, every word. Of I'm it. I'm flattered. Like it's true. It's true. <laughs> so I like to start things off by asking my guests, how are you doing? So how are you doing today, Erica? How's life? How have you been doing lately? Well, for starters, I've been tired most of the time because uh for context, I'm on night shift. I'm I have a I have work now, so my schedule is five p.m. to two a.m. So I'm mostly tired. Yeah, and it's HR. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, a lot of people that are stressed and getting mad at you if you do something wrong. You know, exactly. typical HR. Yeah. So in in the company that you're working for, can we say what you're who the company you're working for? No, no, no. Okay, no, we can no. say it. Okay. <laughs> We'll no. just ask you, you know, like, can we ask about your position in the company? Is that a no also? I mean, yeah. I can explain what I do. All right. Yes. <laughs> please, to all of our listeners, please explain what you do, what's your position, and what does it entail? Well, basically, my the name of my position is a Global Expatriate Transactions Advisor. So there in the company, we have expatriates that, that we send to different countries. So while they're on assignment in their in their respective countries, we'll handle most of their allowances or they need to reimburse something. So that's mostly what I do. I reimburse things for them. I see. That, or answer any questions about poly uh, about the policy we have. Yeah, and from what I know, you're newly hired, right? You've been in the job for four or three months, right? I'm oh, not sure. Just less than three months, about two less months and months. three weeks. I two see. And and, um, what parts of the job do you like and what parts of the job do you not like? What what parts of the job are you like, oh, this challenges me like uh, mentally and like it makes me think of like, what I want to like, how I'm going to handle this specific situation, and what parts of it are you not? Are you like, maybe I don't like this part. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. Uh, well, I'll start with what I like first. 
Well, besides the job, uh, the company itself is very employee centric. So that's good. It, it really cater whatever you need. Well, not it won't cater to your every need, but it will consider how you feel or mm-hmm. what your circumstances are. Yeah. Because recently, I. I mean, I told this to you, Stephen, but yeah. I did ask for the 5 p.m. to 2 a.m. Yes, schedule. Yeah. Because I, I couldn't bear working 8 p.m. to 5 a.m. every day. Because yeah. after my shift, I can barely sleep. And I was cranky most of the time. So, yeah. I mean, so, I, think, I think it really does reflect on like your mental health, especially if you're not like attuned mm-hmm. with working in the night. And yep. not to mention, like, working on night shift, like, for me personally, I love the night. I love working in the night because I get some semblance of peace and quiet. And, like, it's so rare that I get that in my life. Mm-hmm. But also at the same time, I would think, na, was there ever a time that you were at night shift and you were like, I feel so alone right now? Yeah, that. That was also one of the problems I had. Every time I was at work, almost all of my friends were asleep. Only a few, including you, were were awake. Yeah, yeah, but, I'm always awake. I couldn't. Yeah, but I couldn't hang out because you know I was work. You're I was at work. Yeah, of course. So yeah, I was always lonely. On, and on top of that, I barely had time for friends yeah and even my boyfriend yeah <laughs> so. actually we haven't seen you in so long in wabaka for those of you who don't know um erica and i are involved in a friend group and we call ourselves wabaka um we discussed the etymology of wabaka in errol's episode <laughs> so if you're not updated to what wabaka means please head on over to errol's episode and oh, yeah so basically we haven't seen you for so long in Wabaka. Like, you haven't been a- as active as you were before. And I assume it's because of the night shift, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. it really does take a lot out of you, right? Yeah, it really does. Especially with my sanity. With your sanity, <laughs> Can I just say? Because, <laughs> well, I mean, well, again, going back to the topic of what I like and what I don't like. Well, for... With what I like, of course, the company is employee-centric. There's a lot of benefits. The benefits are actually good. Yeah. The pay is good. But, and, well, for what I don't like is, for those who don't know, I am very, I'm a very anxious person. Yeah. I'm, I'm not diagnosed, but I do know to myself that I have social anxiety. Yes. And I can barely take phone calls, even even more if they're random. Yeah. Because in HR, you randomly get phone calls. Yeah. And Cause, it cause takes with, a with lot. With social anxiety, you have to kind of like prepare yourself, right? Yeah. I have to mentally prepare myself to take this call. But yeah. I can't do that because it's a and job. They pop, they pop so, up randomly. Yeah. And if, I mean, there are... Like there are decision trees to how to handle a call, but 
I I don't know. It's for me it's really difficult and <laughs> honestly for the past two to three weeks. Yeah. I've been I've been randomly crying in the middle of my shift. Oh no my no reason. No reasons. Uh-huh. No reasons as to why I'm crying crying. I just cry because And then you have to take a call? No, 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 no. I mean, yeah. <laughs> there are times that I'm in the middle of a breakdown <laughs> uh, during my shift. Then, oh, a, a call suddenly pops up. I'm like, <laughs> I have to wipe my you tears. You gotta wipe the tears away. <laughs> and you gotta be professional and all and that like, kind of stuff. And, and, you know, there's we have our own skills. I'm like, hi. <laughs> I have to be like, uh, what's my spiel again? Oh, my God. Uh, hi, thank you for calling HR Operations. My name is Erica. <laughs> And then you have to like so stressful. You have to like sniff up your snot and all of that stuff. Yeah. So with the mm-hmm. with the social anxiety thing, I assume that's kind of like a nightmare for you because again, you're like having a breakdown. You're you feel so lonely and you feel so alone and everything's kind of like crashing down on you, especially in the night times when it's quiet and it's mm-hmm. peaceful. That's when the thoughts come. And yeah. um is there a way for you, like, what what do you do to cope with the anxiety of, you know, the night times? Like, do you cope at all? Or do you, are you just like, eh, this is fine. This is okay. <laughs> I'm more of the second one. I think. Yeah, I'll, well, before my shift, I, I'll try to encourage myself a little. Yeah. A little. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it's okay. I can do this, but... It, <laughs> Like little like, for yourself. A little, yeah. A few affirmations here and there, but later in the shift, because sometimes I get cases where, because we get, we call our, uh, our work cases, because it's yeah. a different case for every employee. So yeah. Yeah. I get sometimes there have been times that I got urgent cases, so I have to act fast because an employee needs something. Yeah, that's... so it's it's stressful. Mm-hmm. After handling an urgent case, I cry. <laughs> oh, I cry. I'm so sorry to hear that. But like, um, <laughs> speaking of like um, work and adulting, basically, and all that kind of stuff. Because as for our listeners, we we went to the same university. We went to DLSU together. Mm-hmm. And um, were there aspects of your college life that you were able to apply in your work, in your adult life now? And what are those, mm-hmm. basically? Or meron ba uh, or wala? Meron naman. Grabe yung wala. <laughs> Grabe <laughs> I'm giving you options, di ba? Just in case wala, ganun. Anyway, meron naman. Uh, pero it's not... It's mostly the fact that I was... Uh, in organizations, cause, yeah, cause yeah, you were, were Miss President before of Writers Guild. Why are you ashamed of being like a former president? I'm not ashamed, of course. I'm proud, but like I'm shy. Uh, Why are I'm you shy? shy, girl? It's like an achievement <laughs> that you have flaunted. You were Miss President, and you handled a lot of stuff, yeah. and it was a full year for you, from what I remember. And yeah. It, Funny thing, speaking of writer's guild and all that kind of jazz, will you please tell my listeners, our listeners, <laughs> how we first met? And again, oh my our God. listeners, 
I apologize in advance because it is my fault. So, Erica, <laughs> please tell our listeners how we first met. Okay. Okay, so, yeah. Well, Writers Guild, for one, is, uh, is, a writing, is an organization dedicated to help uh, uh, not just people who know how to write already, but those who want to develop that talent. So we hold uh, different, what do you call that? Activities. Seminars. I forgot. The, yeah, seminar there. We, we hold different seminars. And uh, we invited Stephen for one. I think that was world building and yeah, character creation. Yeah, it was world creation. building and character creation. Way back yeah. in 2018? No, 2019. Yeah. No, I think it was 18. Yeah, it was. Was it? I think it was. A, I think it was 19. No, my presidency was se- 2017 to 18. Oh, maybe then it was 2018. I don't know, girl. Yeah. I, she, she don't know. <laughs> but yeah. Okay. So, so yeah, we invited Stephen as, as a speaker. Since and I'm still, I'm still wa- very grateful for that because thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, because. Uh, I don't know if your listeners know this, but Stephen is part of. Do I? Yeah, you can. <laughs> Actually, do I... I? Yeah, it's true. It's okay. <laughs> Stephen was part of an organization called Malate. Malate yeah, was literary folio. Yeah, Malate was actually a bigger writing organization focused on creative writing. I think. Yeah. Yes? Um. We have four sections, which is prose, poetry, photo, and art. So Malate Literary Folio is the official uh, the official literary and arts publication of De La Salle University. So we have like um, biannual folios that we release, which are basically mm-hmm. our publications. Yeah. And um, I remember during your presidency, 2017 to 2018, right? I was... Mm-hmm. Edit, I was a member of the editorial board of Malate at that time. And I've told you about this before, but you inviting me to that workshop, I'm really so thankful because at that mm-hmm. point, I was really so into my work, into my job as yeah. property manager to the point that I rarely got to write or even got the will yeah. to write. And because you invited me for that seminar, it kind of like jump started my love mm-hmm. for writing again. And I'm, I'm ever so thankful for that. Thank you. So yeah, but anyway, that was, yeah, continue, continue. continue. <laughs> going, going back to the how we met. So yeah, he was the speaker in the seminar we invited him to. So I was there. I was there for... Uh, then you were. Three-fourths three three of the seminar because for the first uh, quarter of it, I, I, was, I was somewhere doing something. But anyway, when I was there, course i listened listened to his workshop intently after that i was i was actually the one who handed him the certificate in oh the awards oh or... here it comes <laughs> here it comes <laughs> no. but anyway so, so that's the first time i met Stephen. yeah but he was the thing was i didn't know that she was the president because no one told me daisy was the one who Daisy Dakanai, who is our mutual friend, was the one who mm-hmm. invited me to speak. And I didn't know that Erica at the time was the president. 
So when she handed me the the certificate, I was just kind of like, thank you so much. And then I, <laughs> I, I forgot about her. Like, I'm so sorry. I'm not saying that you're not memorable. No, no, no. But to it's me, it's okay. kind of like that. I was still hung up on that seminar. And like, oh my God, did I do well? I think I did well. I think I was fine, right? And yeah. I completely forgot about you. And I'm so sorry about that. I've been so apologetic. And um, it's okay. Tell us, tell them about the next time that we met each other. There are faces to this, you guys. <laughs> anyway, the next time I, well, I see him around campus a lot, but I don't wave hi to him. But the next time we actually saw each other was we. We had a class together. Yes, we did. It was <laughs> it was theology class. Yeah, it was a theology <laughs> class, you guys. And I'm an atheist and I'm just like, you know what? I got to do it for the units, right? Yeah. And anyway, <laughs> um, a little segue. Um, mm-hmm. Kamuka nung prof namin, si Bojack Horseman. <laughs> so I kept calling he him Bojack Horseman because I couldn't remember his name. <laughs> Even now, I can't. Yeah, actually, but he, he looked like Bojack. Don't yeah, you agree? He, it's mean, I, but it's true. <laughs> kind of. Yeah, sure. So, yeah. Can we not? <laughs> and then one day we became seatmates. I remember this because yeah. I was late and it was the only seat available. Mm-hmm. It was right next to you. And yeah. tell them about it. So, yeah, there was this one day. That we were seatmates at the very back of the classroom. It was one. So it's it's typical. There's a lecture, but the prof likes to joke around. Yeah, a few he times. makes he makes like very lame jokes, and then he laughs at his own joke. Then, well, he made he made this one joke. I don't remember what, but after he made that joke, I think Steve, I found it a little funny. And I looked to Stephen while laughing. Then that was I it. Remember, I remember I made a comment which made you laugh more. So Yeah. I, yeah. That was a win. And then you guys, I didn't know I didn't know that we've already met before. So I was just kinda like, oh, you friend. And then I I cut <laughs> that class so many times to the point that I had yeah. to retake that class. Because I really couldn't take it. I really couldn't take it. It was in the afternoon, man. But like, my 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 like mental state is just like, nope, nope. I don't. I don't want to do this. I really can't. She really can't. She could not. <laughs> and then, finally, the third phase of how Erica and I met again. Please tell them about it. Stephen and I met again in quarantine already. Yeah, in quarantine. So we but like we but met. like we didn't see each other in person. So like, don't worry, you guys. Yeah. Social distancing yeah, yeah. protocols were followed. It it was through Discord because my our friend Errol, uh, invited me to try and play Dungeons and Dragons. Yes, I was I was really in. I mean, I was really interested into learning how to play it, and I've been meaning to. And I'm glad Errol invited me to the game. So yeah, we were in Discord. Uh, <laughs> so we kind of met through our characters. Yeah. Not we, as... 
Yeah, we met through our characters, and then later on, we find I found out that all of these things that happened before happened, <laughs> and I was just like, yeah. "Girl, oh my god, I am so so sorry." I'm still <laughs> up until now. I'm still sorry. Like up, up until now, I'm still laughing. I'm so sorry. It's just she could not remember. She was she, she memory loss, like personified. <laughs> She could not. She really could not. It was she was wild, but yeah. Was, uh, um, <laughs> we, so we we met through D and D. Why don't you introduce your character for us? Really? When okay. we first met. And just like a I quick, play... just like a quick preview, ganon. Yeah. Okay. Uh. Well, I played as a half elf, moon moon half elf. I think moon half elf warlock. Yeah. Uh, Archway Warlock. I had so my my character's name was Andras Fleur or Fleur because it's French. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I There's played French as a warlock. D&D, guys, it's canon. There's French in D and D. Yeah, they go like baguette. Yeah, I, Hon. No, <laughs> Hon Hon is not the word. But yes. For a uh, quick context for you guys who don't know, Erica graduated from De La Salle University with a bachelor's degree in international studies major in European. So, so that's why she's yeah. French. <laughs> yeah. In our curriculum, we we can either pick Spanish or French. Mm-hmm. But since I since I kind of know some Spanish, I picked French because you know, it sounded, in my defense, it sounds more attractive than Spanish. <laughs> or kinda it's true, arguable. Kind of not, but true. It's, it's hard. Well, it, dep- it, it depends on the accent of the person. That's so. true. Anyway, going back to your D&D character. So, so yeah. Archway my, my I was an Archway war- Warlock. There's, there's a lot of backstory to my... To my character, actually. Give us a quick but, preview. Well, for one, when she was a child, she was kidnapped by an archway called yeah. Pyro Jesterbis. So he erased my memories and made he he was my patron. Basically, I've been he's been my patron ever since I was a child, but I can't remember anything. And apparently, I have. A long lost brother. A long lost brother. I see. Yes. This yes. is brand new information. I'm kidding. I already know about all of these things. <laughs> but yeah. So um, my next question is a very spicy, exciting one. Um, what is your... Okay. If you have one lang ha, what is your favorite Steve and Erica moment? Like, I keep asking this to all of my friends who come on to the podcast as guests. So, like, Stephen to continue Erica. the tradition, what is your favorite Stephen Erica moment? Because I have one. I have two. Okay, have let's two. start with you. Let's start with you. I Well, for one, the trend, the, the theology class. The theology class. <laughs> So sorry again. <laughs> Me just smiling at you and you smiling back, but you not knowing anything. 
yeah i'm so sorry i'm so sorry and then and then i remember errol sent me like the screenshot of your conversation like Stephen yeah I chatted today, but errol. i don't think but i don't and you were like Stephen sat next to me today and i don't but i don't think he remembers me and i was just like fuck oh my god i'm so yeah. sorry i feel so guilty but anyway okay. what's what's your second favorite memory uh the second one is because you all know we we're in quarantine in august i there was one day that i cried to wabaka that i was so lonely because I, I it's been so long since i've seen a friend yeah like human contact and I was so, yeah. yeah i was so jealous of some of my friends who got to see theirs and so yeah i just cried to them then the next thing you know poof they're here at my house that's actually my favorite memory <laughs> but like there's a very specific part of it that's my favorite um errol mm-hmm. picked me up and then we arrived at your place and I, we got out of the car and then you saw us and you hugged me first and then you started crying and I'm just like, girl, oh my I God, did. are you okay? And she was just crying into my arms and then we did like a cute little group hug and it was cute and sweet. We visited her and it was it was really nice. We had such a fun time at that point in time. That was really fun. Mm-hmm. That was really, really fun. Felix was kind of jealous a little <laughs> Because uh, he, he got, yeah, he arrived yeah. at my house first. But I wasn't really close to Felix much at the time. Yeah. I talked to you a lot and Errol. Yeah. Muna. Mm-hmm. So when I hugged Felix, I, I was like, <laughs> shy, <laughs> hello. You gotta save the tears. You gotta save the tears. Yeah. But when I saw Steve, I was like, when I saw Stephen, I was like, ah, Stephen. <laughs> I really love that memory of ours. That was so like wholesome and sweet. I loved it. I really loved it. And um, I'm really glad that you got to join uh, Wabaka. And I'm so happy that you made that decision. Like, I'm really yeah, glad too. that you're with us. It's it's so serendipitous. Now, Mm-hmm. You know, we've met like twice before, but now this time it's like it's real, you know, like we're together together. Can yeah. you believe? That was such a <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm also happy that I'm part of the group because honestly, without Wabaka, I wouldn't be as active online as much because I barely talk to my other friends. Yeah. Because they're they're more low maintenance friends than I mean I'm not saying Wabaka is high maintenance. High maintenance, yeah. It's really like we're, we're just more but, active. Yeah. And meron tayong niche market ng kasabugan. Like iba iba yung kasabugan natin, pero it all works together. <laughs> like my sense na pag pinagsama sama mo. It's like a cute Uh-oh. little puzzle. But anyway, on mm-hmm. that note, we're going to take a short break and we'll be back with more Anything and Everything with Stephen Argente with our special guest, Miss Erica Santelises. So stay tuned. Mm-hmm. See you in a bit.
Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to more anything and everything with Stephen Argente. We're back with Miss Erica Santelises. Say hello again, Erica. Hello. There we go. Hello. hello. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Napoleon. Wow. You iconic <laughs> Stephen. Hello, hello. Great. So, um, I've mentioned before that for a time, for a year, for a for one academic year, you were mm-hmm. the president of Writers Guild, right? Yes. So, yes. I want to know. How was that experience like for you? Like, what was the process of be of getting to that presidential position? Mm, okay. Well, for starters, our organization is back then was quite small. We only had like sixty members, mm-hmm. 60, fifty to sixty. So, our basis for officers was on application, of course, but yeah, the the current officers then will appoint the next ones. So oh. there's no voting unlike oh. other organizations. So mm-hmm. I was appointed. I was appointed president from being a junior officer. Oh, there's no, well, there's, there's well, no AVP, VP. Yeah. Junior officer, then parang one, ano yun, mga three, two terms lang ako naging junior officer, tas boom. President. President, like, huh? <laughs> but so I can. You accepted, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I did. I mean. So, how was that experience like for you? Well, okay, honestly, kasi no una, hindi my parents didn't really support me being a officer in any organization kasi my Tinder studies daw or hindi ko masabay-sabay but you yeah. know I fought I, I fought for it so yes uh, it that was one part of the struggle of trying to be president because I had to prove to my parents that yeah, I can do that this you could yeah <laughs> can do this but anyway uh, there were being president coming from just uh, being a junior officer yeah was more difficult than you would imagine. I mean, I would assume I barely, that it's more difficult. Yeah. Yeah, like I barely do anything. So I had, I mean, I'm thankful that the EVP or executive vice presidents I had at the time was Daisy and Caitlin. Kate, Kate, kasi was an organ. Uh, an officer to another organization. Yeah. That and she was AVP, so she knew more than I did. So mm-hmm. she, for the most part, she she taught me a lot of the processes and what I had to do as a president. It it felt like she was more of the president than I did, but what, her role was EVP resources. operations. Yeah. 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 So her role was EVP operations. And so basically she just handled the docu- documents and the finance the finance departments. Yeah. Which is very difficult. <laughs> very, very difficult. But anyway, I had to learn at least a little bit of each department. And it was a lot of the time. Yeah. Docu- especially for one, one document. That's like that's like a lot of department yeah. documents. Well, honestly, in our organization, our rule is all officers should 
learn at least at least all of the departments a little at least a little bit so if there's one missing kaya ng iba yeah so ayun uh being president again a struggle because again social anxiety but i don't know there was something about having friends as your co-officers that helped yeah. me yeah like even talk to who was the highest person i talked to in the university not i don't know but umabot siya sa point na parang i had to talk someone in na yung office na sa Henry C building and yeah. y- you know yung mga tao na sa Henry C building yeah, yeah. tataas ng position yeah. so i always had i always went to offices with a co-officer hindi ko uh, hindi ko talaga kaya mag-isa. mag-isa yeah. Pero pag pag da, pag walang available, I had to um, Yeah. I had to do it myself. Of course, you had to do it yourself. But it's good that you get so, like experience doing what your your subordinates would do, right? Mm-hmm. So like you have yeah. a grasp on how things work and you're not just like president by title, right? Yeah. But like I mean, the, it, Yeah. I, I, well, I mean, president isn't, uh, like just a position that you can accept if you're not even ready for it, for what's to come to you. Because a lot of people will call you. Yeah, I would assume. Or will, or will turn to you for will turn to you for help, even if you don't do anything. A lot of, a lot of my because. The vice presidents, uh, under under my presidency, a lot of them turned to me for help yeah. when I myself didn't know anything, but yeah. I had to learn for them. Yeah. So, ayun. that was my. That was that's a little sneak peek to my presidency. Yeah. It was tough, but I had to. But of course, I love president... it. I'm not, I'm not saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But being a president must I... take like a lot of your time and effort. And did you have like time for like a social life, or what did you do outside of being a president for Writers Guild? Like, was there? What's the other side of Erica, basically, aside from the president, Erica? The other side of Erica is a very shy person who just likes to <laughs> to draw or watch watch unboxing videos of station stationery. Unboxing videos, <laughs> of course. Yes, I I love to collect stationery. If yeah, if if you count that as a social life. <laughs> but anyway, in college, especially, girl. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, in college, kasi I I wasn't the type to go to bars if classes were done. Ako talaga yung after classes, uwi akong kondo, matutulog ng konte, kakain, tas mag-aaral na. Okay. Not because I, not because na ano, na na I don't like hanging out with friends. It's just that 
I don't know. I I I don't see myself in a bar. Really? That's quite. Uh, interesting. I, 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 yeah, I, and because I find bars, for one, noisy. Well, it's true. Two, they're. I don't, hey, to people who like clubbing, I mean no offense, but. It's so fine. Noisy. I like clubbing. It's alright. I mean, twenty six floor nang ako sa condo. Rinig mo parin yung. Twenty six floor nang ako sa condo. Pero nar- naririnig ko pa yung mga sigaw ng mga tao. Of course. <laughs> Pati yung yeah. mga nag- nagrarambulan sa, nagbigla na lang nagrarambulan sa harap ng condo. Oh, naririnig oh, ko yeah. pa yun. <laughs> what is explored though? But anyway, was there like, what what part of your college life? Did you regret any part of your college life? Like, was there an experience na you were like, I wish I did things mm. better or I wish I didn't do this at all. Was there like something like that for you? Contradicted, contradictory. What's the word? Contradictory to what I said of I don't like going to clubs. I wish I had tried to yeah. go with my co-officers at yeah. least. Yeah. Because... Whenever I saw their ID stories. Parang ang fun tignan. Uh, yeah. I always thought to myself, oh, that's, that looks fun. But I don't know. It sounds, I, another reason as to why I don't like going to clubs is it's intimidating. A lot of people are confident. You You see, you see a lot of people that are confident they're themselves at the bar, but I I don't know. When I was in college, I don't I didn't have that kind of confidence. Yeah. Like to the point that I would just uh, randomly show up unannounced. <laughs> I I wish I would have I would have spent more time with my ano, co-officers outside the outside university. The yeah. yeah. Outside in. I mean, yeah, we spend a lot of time with with, with each other, even if we're not working. Because Writers Guild has this, ano, hindi naman siya official, but we have a tam, parang tambayan in campus. It's just this little bench near ano, between two buildings mm-hmm. but the, if we're not working we're there and dun lang kami nag ano dun kami nag lunch kung sino man yung mag-drop by kakentuhan kami dun so basically that was my <laughs> sad to say that was my social life I met life. yeah yeah cause another thing then kasi is uh Ma umuwi yung mom ko sa condo. Uh-huh. Sometimes. Kasi yung yung dad ko for for context. I have a con we had a condo. We rent we rented the condo at the time. Ang nandun Ang nandun is me and my older brother. Pero there are times kasi that my dad would go to Bicol, our province yeah. to handle our business. Yeah, yeah. So, walang tao dito sa bahay namin. Mm-hmm. So, mom would just prefer to spend the night at the condo with us 
so she would be alone. She so she wouldn't be alone. So ayun, there there are times na nasa nasa condo si mommy, so I can't really go out. Not that she's strict, pero you know, just just to be cautious, ganon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like you can't be caught drunk or something, right? Of course. Yeah, I mean, I like drinking, but not to the point na I would be caught. I'm dead. <laughs> We got dead drunk then. That's true. Speaking of um, drunk Erica, I have Hi. a very distinct memory. Oh, no. I have a very Wait, distinct what? memory. I have a very distinct memory. <laughs> I don't know if you remember this, but we drank one night. I think it was mm-hmm. to celebrate your graduation. And... Ah. I just oh want to say, God. you guys, drunk Erica. Erica, when she's drunk, is so affectionate and clingy, and I love it. I love it so much. She she started complimenting each of us, and she's she keeps going like, Stephen. I want you to know that you're like one of the best people in my life, <laughs> and I wish you all the happiness <laughs> that you deserve because you deserve it, Stephen. I love you. And I'm just like, water, Erica, water, water, <laughs> water. Okay, but water, girl, because you needed water that night. Like, definitely you needed I mean, water. True, but like, why couldn't you just reciprocate it? <laughs> I mean, I reciprocated it back after the water. Like. <laughs> My payment. Kailangan mo umiinom ng tubig to get my effect. My payment. Of course. Okay. Of course. So, so far, um, with all of the experiences that you've had and the regrets that you've also had, um, what's, as my last question for you, what's like, um, What's one of the learnings that you? What's the best thing that you've learned? What's the best lesson that you've learned, and that you've taken with you along the way? Like, give us a piece of wisdom, a little nugget of knowledge <laughs> and inspiration. Yeah. Um, I'm not, I'm not want to preach, but I try to live by this. Or at least this affirmation to myself that it it's okay to be nervous, but you have to get through it eventually. Yeah. And there's no there's no one that can help you do that but yourself. I mean, there are people who can help you do that, but the ultimate step definitely yeah. lies with you. Like yeah. You have to be able to take that first step because that first step is always a difficult one, right? Like yeah. admitting things, um, committing to certain activities, and all that kind of stuff. The first step mm-hmm. is always the hardest. And um, to add to your point, there's this really good quote. Quote, sorry, from the Sad mm-hmm. Post Club. Um, it mm-hmm. said, "Grow through what you go through." And yeah. I think it's a really nice, it's a really nice um, slogan 
slogan. It's a really nice quote. <laughs> it's really, it's really sweet. So mm-hmm. before we end our podcast episode, um, if our listeners want to engage with you or like reach out to you or whatever, um, is there anything that you want to plug? Like, you know, is I mean, you, do you want them to reach you? Do you want them to find you? Or I want to be honestly just I'm trying to build my my current news feed in I in Instagram to an art or language learning language That's learning cool. yeah because yeah I love I love to learn languages and I'm trying I'm trying to learn about four right now yeah <laughs> it's French French French. France. French, French, Japanese, Korean, and what's the other one? Thai. Thai. That's very interesting. Because, yes. girl, I watch a lot of Thai BLs, and I wish I could understand <laughs> them without the subtitles. And I mean, because I love languages that have their own uh, writing system. So that's true. That's true. Yeah. So where can so, they yeah, find if, your Instagram? If y'all want to follow me, please follow my Instagram at Erkamri. It's spelled E-R-R-K-A-M-R-I-E. So and it's basically my name yeah, yeah. without some of the vowels. Uh, classic, <laughs> classic Instagram username, right? Like yes. just the consonants. But for those of you guys who are listening, who want to engage with Erica, I will be putting her Instagram on the episode caption so feel free to follow her engage give her a shout out give her a like share her content and basically enjoy what she posts right and erica thank you so much for being a guest in this podcast and i'm so happy that you took the time out of your day to be a guest thank you for having thank you for being here it's it's been really great i love this conversation and i hope you had fun too i did of course Thank you. Thank you so much. And we'll see you guys soon. Bye, everybody. Bye. You've been listening to Anything and Everything with Stephen Argente. My guest this week was Erica Santalises, and you can find her socials on the episode description of the show. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Saiga Argente. Our theme music is Anything Under the Moon by Alephon, and you can find Mon Bandcamp at alephon.bandcamp.com and Alephon on Spotify. If you enjoyed this episode, then please tell your friends and why not subscribe? We have more content for you, so stay tuned and see you soon.